Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, man, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, brought to you by so many of those fine sponsors you just heard about, presenting sponsor Central National Bank. I've loved seeing some photos. Brian Fonville, Executive Vice President, sent me a photo the other day. Some places are doing virtual Santas at CNB. You can actually see Santa. And the kids are showing up. It's a really cool thing. In fact, uh, man, Aaron, I, we may need to put something out. We may need to put something on Facebook at some point. It's a good-looking Santa out there at Central National Bank. There's been a, a shortage of Santas across the country. But uh, CNB was able to secure one, and we appreciate them, appreciate all our fine sponsors, the Baylor Club. What a beautiful place to, uh, we were doing some shows from recently. And uh, very exciting news just came in over the weekend. Uh, Aaron, by virtue of Mary Harden Baylor continuing to roll, um, I'll be doing a live show from uh, from Deadfish Grill. <clears throat> and by the way, I love that that place. In fact, I was just talking to somebody that uh, was telling me how the view is so beautiful out there. I've always heard great things. Um, and, uh, we, I, I'm in Salado a lot. We, um, we stay there quite a bit and, um, I, I've always thought, man, I got to try that place. Well, of all, of all things, Aaron, it's worked out where I'll be doing the show live there next Friday from four to six. And, um, and I, I, that, that place, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've wanted to go by there, the dead fish uh, that, that is just a cool place right there in Belton called the Dead Fish Grill. And, um, in fact, I'm looking at it right now at uh, the menu, kind of getting excited about this, and the view. Got some really good. Now, they say <clears throat> reservations are encouraged because this is a big-time spot in Belton uh, right out on the lake. I mean, I'm just looking at it right now, Aaron. This is the kind of place you want to do a show. If the weather's nice, <clears throat> I'd, I'd kind of like to be right out there on the patio, on the deck, looking at the water as I'm doing the show. And I'm looking at some of the items that they have there, Aaron. You've got some, I'm looking at some queso. I'm looking at some, they've got a, uh, a very nice brunch. I'm looking at some waffles that they have. And then, of course, some of these great seafood items. And I'm a, I'm a huge connoisseur of seafood. So, Deadfish Grill, we're excited about you. And, um... Uh, a place that uh, very convenient driving distance from Temple, Harker Heights, Colleen, and Waco. What a beautiful place. Dead Fish Grill in Belton, Texas, a lakefront seafood restaurant. Now, Aaron, are you a seafood guy? What would you, uh, it, would you, would you go in there and go, hey, get me, fry me up some catfish? Or would you be looking for something like, hey, find me some, let's get a nice piece of salmon. I'd like a nice piece of salmon. <laughs> what direction would you go, Aaron? And I, don't tell me you don't like seafood. Please don't be that guy. 
I don't like seafood. But, oh, I knew it. Uh, but How you know, did I know it? I do like fried fish, so I would go in and say, give me, you know, the mm-hmm. f- deep fried cod with, you know, mm-hmm. fries and lots of extra tartar sauce or catfish, either one. I grew up <laughs> eating both, so... I, I can you're, eat. I it can sounds eat like you're trying to cover deep. it up. Well, no. Well, yeah, kind of, I guess. But uh-huh. I can eat. I, I prefer. I can eat fish if it's deep fried with tartar sauce. Um, I'm not a big fan of shrimp or any of the crustaceans. Yeah. Just yeah. As I was asking that, I thought uh, this is not a road I should go down because he's going <laughs> to say he doesn't like. See, I just I like knew it immediately. Okay, I'm going to look at the dinner menu. This this gets me excited. The dead fish grill. Oh oh, they make hush puppies. Okay. Always measure a place by its hush puppies. They do have hush puppies. Oh, and they do have d- uh, uh, several deep fried options. I'm looking at them right now, Aaron. So you're going to be I'm okay. Good. Yeah. And then I'm going to see if they have some. I'm a big. I like uh, clam strips. I'm trying to see what these are. Ooh, their shrimp look awesome. Their fried shrimp look incredible. And then they have. Ooh, their catfish looks unbelievable. Okay. Dead fish grill. I'll be doing the show out there <clears throat> four to six on Friday, and uh, that will, of course, be attached to Mary Harden-Baylor continuing its run. And they just, every every weekend I look up and they take care of business. You know, whatever, Wisconsin Whitewater or whatever that, wherever that Whitewater place was, boom, boom, they take care of that. And uh, I, just, I just love, I love when that program gets rolling and they know how to get it done during the playoffs. And Ward White's, of course, knows how to do it when it comes to the, uh, doing those play-by-play games. So uh, I'll be out there, and I want you to stop by and see me, and that'll be fun out there at Dead Fish Grill. All right, um, in some sad news, but um, we also are celebrating his life. Dave Campbell passed away, and the word uh, word spread uh, throughout the weekend, and um, <clears throat> I just, I, I all of us, especially in sports, have been impacted by Dave in some way. Even if it's just, you know, you planned your summers around Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. That is, in fact, the Dave Campbell. And it was always funny to me that Dave Campbell, who, as a kid, you know, I I loved that magazine. And from the time I could read, my summer started – when our family would go to the Stagecoach Inn in Salado, <clears throat> and I could get my hands on a Texas football magazine. And to this day, I still enjoy it. But, man, your boyhood growing up, and back when the SWC, that was when it was in its true heyday. Now, again, it's still awesome for, like, high school. Like a high school kid, That's their, they've done a really good job. Uh, in fact, the magazine's now owned by, uh, by Drayton McLean in uh, his family. And, and uh, they've done an incredible job with it. But what Dave Campbell did all those years ago was just start something amazing. And so it had the perfect combination <clears throat> of SWC football. And, of course, they would do the Lone Star, you know, all the different uh, Texas conferences. But SWC was the, was the biggest part of, the, of it, along with the high schools. And every single um, – you know, every single classification, six-man, private school, everything. And the end-all, be-all was for a high school kid to have his name mentioned in that, like, returning letterman or in Texas football. Now, 
my dad played football at Baylor. So I, I think uh, when they would run those two deep rosters and he ends up in Texas Football Magazine as uh, his whatever sophomore year backup defensive tackle at Baylor, I mean, that, that was – that was a huge moment, um, and that was a neat deal. But but where I should really focus on is that Dave Campbell, and where I was going with this, was an extremely humble guy. Like even though his name was on this mag, this famous magazine, Dave was this. I always knew him as a white-haired, smaller gentleman who just could not have been kinder. Um, did not ever come across as having an ego in any way, and and just a just a neat neat guy. And uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do at 4:20 is we're going to talk to uh, John Werner, and he's been at the uh, Waco Trib for going on 30 35 years, and so he would have ended up he would have been at the Trib um, when Dave was still a columnist there, and so I think Dave. Uh, Finally retired from the Waco Trib in about 1993, but he kept on writing for like the Baylor Bear Insider. And for those of us that are a part of the uh, uh, the Bear Foundation and all of that, you would get this um, you would get this magazine basically, uh, I, almost maybe on a weekly basis, I, as as far as I recall, at least monthly, but maybe weekly. And even as he, he got into his 70s and then 80s, Dave Campbell would still crank out an amazing amount of copy. Now, Jerry Hill does a lot of that now. Jerry does a great job. And Jerry and Dave had a, uh, had a unique friendship and relationship. And I think in his later years, Jerry and some of the other members of the Waco Trib would go by and, and – uh, and, and pick up Dave and I and again I Bryce wrote a really nice column about it uh, and uh, in the Waco Trib um, Kim Gorham was the former editor that served uh, I guess wrote under Dave and loved him as a boss and then Kim at some point became the boss and now Bryce I think is the boss um, and so that's kind of how that whole thing has gone down but Dave was such a gentleman so beloved and just a tremendous guy. And along with uh, uh, Frank Fallon's son, Steve Fallon, and, and others, you know, it was Dave Campbell who kind of spearheaded when the Texas uh, uh, Sports Hall of Fame was, it, you know, basically disappeared from Grand Prairie. I went as a kid in Grand Prairie and in the uh, old mid-'80s or whenever. It kind of just, you know, went away. And so all this unbelievable SWC, all this great history, it didn't really have a place for it. And Dave and others drove the uh, – and, and, boy, Jay Black, uh, who's there now, knows a lot of this history as well. But uh, Dave helped kind of push the uh, things to to happen. And, uh, and, and sure enough, uh, the Texas Sports Hall of Fame ended up in Waco, Texas. And now – you can see it right there on University, and so many great events are held there, and the hall, the uh, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, and so a lot of the things that they do. It's become an incredible place, and thousands upon thousands of people visit it every year. Well, Dave Campbell was at the heart of a lot of that, and uh, he will always be remembered as sort of the the dean of of Central Texas 
you know, sports writers and the people that I grew up on in Dallas, like Blackie Sherrod and Frank Luxa, and uh, and then Dan Jenkins went to, went on to become a famous author and was obviously a famous sports writer. Um, I mean, he was a contemporary of all of theirs, and so a lot of them would would go on these SWC um, football tours, and it was like a traveling circus of of sorts. They would pull up. At, they'd go to Austin, and then they'd pull up in Waco. And, and, and then at one point, I think they had to, several of them showed up in Junction, Texas, when Bear Bryant famously had the Junction boys uh, there training, getting them ready for the A&M season, and most of them quit because it was so tough. But Dave Campbell has seen it all and was able to uh, be around during all those years. And uh, Dave uh died the other day um at home uh, he'd been uh, been you know struggling um uh, as folks tend to do as they get into their 90s been struggling a little bit physically and uh, we lost him the other day but uh 96 years old so a tremendous tremendous life and his wife uh, uh everybody knows her mrs campbell reba campbell was a uh, journalism professor at Baylor, and and you could not think of one without the other, and uh, and I think that was extremely tough on Dave to lose Mrs. Campbell here in the last couple of years, and um, and that was just a, that was a tough tough uh, deal, and um, and I and I think uh, you know I think as, uh, we, we're going to miss Dave, but I think uh, the thought of him being able to be reunited with his wife is a is a joyous thing to think about, and uh, and I think I think he missed her like crazy as you would expect. So they had a unique and a uh, and a long-standing beautiful relationship, and uh, it's uh, they're they're just a, a they were an amazing couple, and uh, we appreciate Dave, appreciate everybody over at the Waco Trib, all the tributes that have come in, and as I tweeted about Aaron, I I'm hoping that um, the the old press box. Had been at Floyd Casey had been named after Dave. I fully expect the new one at McLean. Uh, and if our buddy Drayton has anything to do with it, Drayton McLean, it'll certainly um, continue to be named after him. Those are kind of strange. Who knows how those things work? When you get a new structure, not everything moves over. But again, it just only makes sense that. Uh, that that press box, which we all spend a lot of time in these days and our Saturdays, um, the new press box, we would still honor Dave Campbell. So appreciate everybody. If you've got something to say uh, about Dave, if you knew him or you've read him over the years or you love Texas Football Magazine, uh, hit us up on the uh, on the CNC Collision Center text line. It's 254 662 1660. That's 254-662-1660. Just an amazing, amazing guy. And uh, we want to spend some time today thinking about him. And, in fact, that was a really neat thing we did in the 3 o'clock hour, something John put together, and Aaron did a nice job of running uh, a look back. Uh, and, and you got to hear uh, a lot about Dave and, and from Dave, and I thought that was really neat. We had that at 3 o'clock today. So um, anybody that wants to text in, please do it. Next, we are going to talk to John Werner, the longtime sports writer at the Trib, 
Um, we'll talk a little bit about the Sugar Bowl coming up, but a lot about the great Dave Campbell. That's next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy with patchy drizzle, fog, and even a stray shower possible tonight. We drop to 58 degrees. About the same tomorrow with mostly cloudy skies. Again, patchy drizzle, fog, and an isolated shower, 77. And on Wednesday, mostly cloudy, very mild with a high of 81. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. Who, if you had a vote, who would be the Big 12 Coach of the Year oh, this would year? Easily be Coach Randa. Uh, like no question, no, right? No, no question. No question. After after yeah. two and seven last year, there there would be no question. That All right. Be. So the Big 12 coaches, the coaches vote for uh, Big 12 honors, Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, Offense, Defense, all that came out today. Mm-hmm. Mike Gundy is the Big 12 Coach of the Year. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? Well, you don't have to. La Fiesta is hiring. Come join the family-owned and operated Best Mexican Restaurant in Waco, home of the famous Purple Margarita and famous Chili Con Queso. Join the La Fiesta family today. Great money and flexible with your schedule. Call us today at 254-292-2411 or come by 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. You can also apply online at lafiesta.com. Be a part of the La Fiesta family. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Since 2009, Dr. Philip Myatt in Waco Heart and Vascular has specialized in the treatment of diseases and disorders that affect the heart and its associated blood vessels. The doctors and staff at Waco Heart and Vascular are committed to giving Central Texans quality care in a timely and compassionate manner, treating patients the same way they would treat a member of their own family. They carefully explain treatment options to patients so they understand and trust the prescribed course of care. They come to you in your hometown so you can see them locally. Waco Heart and Vascular, 254-235-WELL. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cowboys hung on for a win over Washington yesterday, 27 to 20. Dak Prescott was 22 of 39 for 211 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Later Bears are up to number one in the power rankings after the Bears defense shut down Villanova 57 to 36. The Bears have not lost a game going back to March 12th of last season. Lorena High School will play Brock in the Class 3A Division I state championship game Thursday at 3 o'clock, followed by China Spring versus Gilmer in the 4A Division II title game at 3 on Friday. Both games at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. UMHB is heading back to the Stag Bowl to play for the national championship after beating Whitewater 24-7. The crew will face off with North Central in Canton, Ohio with a 6 o'clock kickoff on Friday. And you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Aaron Sexton alongside. And uh, I just spent some time talking about uh, Dave Campbell and what he meant to a lot of us and what he meant. Uh, it was uh, it was a lot of different groups. He meant something different. And uh, we're having uh, – we have John Warner on right now, my longtime friend and a guy that has known – that knew Dave Campbell for, I don't know, 35 – 40 years probably, and uh, so John is a great guy to talk to. John, uh, great to have you on, and I am sorry uh, sorry to hear the news about Dave, but I know uh, I know all the uh, wonderful things that are being said and, and all the, the neat photos that you all have had over the years with him. Uh, I, I know you've had a lot of really uh, uh, sweet memories uh, uh, over the last couple of days. Yeah, it's a sad thing for everybody who knew Dave. Obviously, a, a great man, a great journalist, uh, but also just a really humble person. Always made you feel good when you're around him. Uh, always encouraging. Uh, yeah, it's been a really. I've had a hard hard time even thinking about much else since Friday. Yeah, and uh, boy, it made it to '96. And and John, for people that didn't realize that. Dave kept writing even after he retired from the Trib, and he was doing some things for Baylor in terms of uh, the uh, the Bear Foundation and some of their publications that they put out. And as I recall, John, sometimes I would read that thing, and I'm talking about 20, maybe 15, 20 years ago, but I was always astounded because he would have already been, you know, 75 or eight, maybe closing in on 80, and he was still writing an amazing amount of copy do you, do you, was he at that point, uh, John, do you think Dave was still really enjoying writing? And, and, uh, and do you think he kind of liked the fact that he could just kind of write as, as much or, and as long as he wanted to? <laughs> yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, <laughs> he never stopped writing. Uh, you know, like you said, after he left the trip, uh, worked for Baylor for a long time. But even after that, he was still writing. And, and believe me, he could write well really fast i mean i was always amazed like at deadline when we were working together just how fast he could crank out a story and just how good it was i mean you know he left everybody in the dust basically uh but but yeah but you know at the same time he was always uh just so encouraging to everybody he worked with everybody on his staff he treated you more like a, a collaborator you know instead of uh you know him just being your boss uh, just a, a fantastic guy, a, a role model, you know, very humble person. Uh, yeah, just, I just, <laughs> I, just just a guy you, you liked. Yeah, and uh, attended <clears throat> La Vega High School and basically was in the Central Texas uh, his whole life. It was interesting to, to kind of read about uh, him going into uh, – uh, World War II and being in France and Germany, uh, it, and and uh, even earned a uh, bronze star. And and I, I get the sense, uh, John, you 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 guys probably never even heard about that, did you? I mean, he he just did not really come across as a guy in a in a in a pl- in a kind of a field where they usually run into a lot of big egos. Dave just didn't really seem to to have one. In fact, I kind of love looking at one of these old uh, photos of him. With that, right at the, his first ever Texas football magazine, because John, I, 
I never got to see Dave Campbell, like what he looked like young. You know what I mean? This The white-haired Dave Campbell is what I remember for the last 30 years. Um, yeah, that's just kind of the way he's looked. <laughs> that's pretty much the way. Uh, I, I mean, he was probably a little more gray-haired when I, I met him. But, yeah, yeah, it's funny to look at those pictures, <laughs> you know, from his, like, holding up his first copy of Texas Football Magazine, just how, how young he looked, and he had kind of a grin on his face. And, uh, yeah, but, uh, gosh, yeah. And, you know, like uh, driving with him to, like, football games and stuff, he would just kind of casually tell a few stories and like, well, what? Uh, I mean, you you're uh, you did all these things in World War II, and, and then you became a great journalist. I mean, I mean he he's got an amazing life story, and uh, you know uh, you know and he was married to his wife uh, Reba for seventy years, and uh, and she was she was just a great person too. They were always fun to be around. Uh, they both had a really good sense of humor. And, uh, yeah, no, nobody quite like Dave, or, or will there ever be? Yeah, I, I, uh, I agree. This, uh, what's iconic, talking to John Warner from the Waco Trib and uh, got to work with uh, Dave Campbell. Now, was he ever, I, I'm just trying to imagine, you know, I had to come up under Dave Smith and then Bob Yates to Dallas Morning News. These were old school guys that could get in your face. I mean, like I – Fortunately, I didn't really mind that kind of coaching. Like I, I, you know, I, I somehow was able to kind of survive that. I cannot imagine Dave ever being like that. What? But I mean, what was he like as an editor? Was he like you said? It's rare to have like sort of a nurturing type editor. Was he? But was he always kind of like that? Did you ever? Did you ever see Dave like angry, or was it not even? Was that almost beneath him? <laughs> no, I, I could never say I ever saw him very angry. Now, you know, he'd tell you if you made a mistake or you needed to do something better. But it was always in a very encouraging way. You know, he, like you say, he was never in your face. Uh, but, but you know, he's Dave Campbell, and and you want to do things right. You know, you, you want to do a good job. You, you want to do the best you can do. So I, I think uh, that was enough motivation right there. Yeah, I would I would say so. Now, what what was always the my favorite part of, of Texas Football Magazine was, um, and I guess when you got to know him, he was still, I mean, uh, now he's his name's still been on it, and he's been involved with the magazine. But he people don't realize he sold the magazine a pretty good while ago. Um, but now... Do you remember, like, I, I'm just trying to imagine how much he had to put into that magazine. And do you remember hearing, like, the stories of sort of how he even hatched that idea? I mean, it, it's just kind of wild that, that a, a guy that unassuming, and he, again, with Blackie Sherrod and Dan Jenkins and Hers, uh, M- Mickey uh, Herskowitz and those guys, I mean, those were larger-than-life personalities. And it's kind of funny to me that the biggest magazine of all had Dave's name on it. Do you, do you remember hearing like, uh, you know, how that, how he kind of hatched that idea and where it came from? Yeah. He had read, uh, read some preseason publications, you know, at, at different places and he'd find like mistakes, uh, you know, uh, he'd find like, like entire like SWC teams left out. You know, just, you know, just really bad stuff. So, you know, he, he thought, 
you know, I can do better than this. So he uh, he kind of hatched the idea, and the first few years, uh, it didn't make a profit. I think it was like at least four or five years in before it turned the corner and you know became a real success. But obviously, he came along at an era where uh, that kind of publication was needed, and uh, pretty pretty soon it became the Bible of of, of Texas football, really, uh, of the whole state, and uh, kids. You know, if you got your name in the high school section, I remember in high school, not that I ever got mine in, I was a manager, but uh, uh, <laughs> I remember guys who got it in from Copper's Cove and they were like, oh, wow, this is this is big. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. and especially if you got your little mud shot in there. I mean, whoa, that was like whoa. off the wall, off the charts big. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so it's a... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think he came along at the right time when something like that was needed, and he did a great job at it. Yeah, and and there was the uh, uh, talking to John Warner from the Waco Trib. You know, they would uh, they would ask for the predictions of the different writers, and even as a kid, John, I was kind of like, you know, if they didn't pick Baylor or somebody, I felt like I was already picking up on who seemed to lean toward the Aggies, you know, I, and, and that was fascinating to me, what what the different people in the media were picking. Now, remind everybody of Dave's sort of that column he was known for, and as I recall, it would come out on the day of the games, and it would be, and of course, Dave did not ever strike me as a guy who would have been like picking against the line. It was, it was sort of a, a straight up, he would give the score, of the game, but the the name of the column, what was it, Cloudy? What what was the uh, name the of that column? Crystal Ball. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, yeah, I thought that was a great title. <laughs> I think he was trying to try to warn readers. He may not be right on every game, although he's probably right on most of them. But you know, that, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I always I I think. Anytime Dave picked against Baylor, it had to be a little bit tough on him, although I'm, I'm sure he did it. He had to over the years because there were some, some rough teams and all. But uh, uh, I, I just think it's interesting, uh, John, to think about the iconic natures of Taft. you got Grant Taft, you got Dave Campbell, and you got Frank Fallon. And, and it's like and now Grant would have been the young buck among that crew. And – but but it's like you can't think of Baylor and Baylor's history without those three in it, and and that's what's funny is because Dave uh, loved Baylor, but of course he was writing and had to be you know had to keep his journalistic integrity and all that kind of stuff. But it, it's I, I would just say between Frank Fallon and um, and Dave Campbell, I mean you could not have two more sort of iconic type people and and honestly I'm I'm spitballing here but in a sense they had similar deliveries they were both really humble guys that were not they were not larger than life personalities but in their own way they were you know they were they were as distinguished as anybody yeah and I think that's one reason they were both so beloved is cuz they weren't humble about it but you know everybody knew Man, these are like iconic figures, and uh, but you know you would never hear them express it that way. 
And, uh, you know, they're all, I remember Frank, yeah, he was easy to talk to. You know, Dave was the same way. And, and wow, for Waco to have two guys like that, that's, uh, yeah, that's pretty remarkable. Yeah. I still think we ought to, like, use Frank's voice before the Final Four, you know, like to still to welcome people to wherever they're playing. I could just kind of hear it in my head. And uh, there's there's nothing like it. It just kind of I don't I don't even know how to explain it. It was because it was not over the top. It was the most anti, sort of Michael Buffer. It was it, you know and so and you know Dave had that sort of Dave Campbell had that sort of grandfatherly. Uh, but you're right though. Even for a young writer, getting to meet him in the press box was just so cool. And and he didn't you know I think that it was the greatness of him is. While he was a giant to all of us, and so much above us in a lot of ways, he just never did carry himself like that at all. Yeah, that, uh, that's exactly right, Matt. And uh, yeah, he was just a great guy to be around. Uh, you know, you never felt intimidated by him, but you always wanted to do a, do a good job if you were writing. You know, in, in his sports section. And, uh, you know, and that really, I think that kind of like propelled a lot of writers, you know, just, uh, wow, you know, I'm working with Dave. I I have to do well here. I I have to, you know, meet a certain standard. So, uh, yeah, it was, I I was lucky to work with him 11 years. And, uh, yeah, I feel pretty blessed by that. Did um, the way you, from what you remember, did did guys like Cass Stevens, David Cass Stevens, who ended up being a columnist at the Dallas Morning News, John McClain, who's been at the Chronicle for a long time, did those did those guys like come to the Trib like right after Baylor or almost while they were still at Baylor or what was what were some of those uh, some of those different names? What was their connection to to Dave and the Trib? Yeah, I believe John did. Uh... Yeah, right after Baylor. He might have even worked some while he was there. Uh, David Cass Stevens, I believe, went to UT, uh, but it I think it was his first job out of college. He wasn't here very long, but I remember talking to him like in the 80s and just how much respect he had for Dave. Uh, David Cass Stevens was a great guy. I don't know if you knew him at all. Uh, an amazing writer. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, he yeah. always had great things to say about Dave, too. Yeah. No, I think Dave I think Cass Stevens was a Baylor guy. I don't know. I may I may have that I may have that wrong. I just have always thought that. Just let me go on thinking what I want to think about these people, <laughs> yeah, okay. John, if you don't mind. Right. Um, but uh well John, I uh um and, and by the way, have any have we announced it all like a I just know so many people would want to show up to honor Dave. Do we know yet uh, uh, from the family anything on a, a memorial service, or, or have uh, has that been out there yet? Well, uh, all I know is that the, uh, the, the funeral is going to be Friday at 11 a.m. at uh, Austin Avenue uh, United Methodist. Okay. And, uh, and there's going to be a reception at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame after that. Good. Good. Uh, yeah. I, okay. Now I don't know about visitation or, or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. No, I'm glad. I'm glad to know that, and I know so many people will want to honor Mr. Campbell. And um, you know, that's the only. That's a great thing about all you young guys, uh, John, and him having Wait, so many cohorts. 
<laughs> but, you know, it is kind of crazy that when you live as long as Dave did, you know, you don't have as many contemporaries around to show up at your and, – and, and the great thing about Dave is, though, he had such a tremendous impact on younger people that, you know, spanning in ages from his age, 96, you know, down to probably, four, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s, I just think that's a really testament to him and the impact he's had. So that'll be uh, great. I appreciate that. Uh, appreciate you uh, bringing us in on that. And John, thanks for thanks for being on. I know it's been a tough couple of days, but uh, uh, I, I love talking about uh, uh, Dave. I love the impact he had, and I, I appreciate you and and uh, shedding some light on on y'all's friendship and and uh, what it was like to work with him. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me, Matt. I sure appreciate it. You bet. There he goes, John Warner. I didn't even hit up John about the. Uh, I mean, we got plenty of time. I mean, the uh, what's today? The day's like the eleventh or twelfth or something. So we don't have the uh, Sugar Bowl for another two or three weeks. So it's fine. John and I can. We'll get closer to the game and then we can catch up. Today is about honoring uh, Dave Campbell and and uh, just the remarkable impact that he made. And you know, even uh, you got to hear a little bit from uh, John and and uh, uh, John Morris and. And Dave and some of the things in the earlier hour, he even not long ago, Dave could still come on and he he just was sharp as a tack. And his body may have started to fail him, but his mind certainly never did. And uh, just a remarkable guy. All right. It is the uh, it is the Matt Mosley show. Aaron Sexton alongside. What do we do every day at 440? Well, it's called Campus Confidential. It's next. Ring in the new year with Baylor football in the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's the Big 12 champion Bears and the Ole Miss Rebels Saturday, January 1st from New Orleans in the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's the Big 12 and the SEC on January 1st in the All-State Sugar Bowl. Right here on the home of Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin, choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram too or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Don't let pain and sports injuries keep you on the sidelines. Talk with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. You'll discover personalized orthopedic care for kids and adults from minimally invasive to advanced surgical options and the support of physical therapy during recovery. Our doctors and care teams listen to understand you and deliver the care that's right for you at every step. Request an appointment at ascension.org slash ProvidenceTXSportsMed. 
The self-employed face a particular challenge with respect to health coverage. Healthcare costs have just skyrocketed and it has really gotten to where it's very complex and confusing. Hurley Benefit Services Vice President, Tammy Hurley. Self-employed individuals have such a personal responsibility and so they really like being able to be in charge of their personal insurance policies and their choices. Health insurance, if you're self-employed, doesn't have to be hard to buy. Hurley Benefit Services can help. Being a self-employed individual, you are working so hard on your business and to know all the answers or to even know what questions to ask about insurance is tough. Come to us, we can answer those questions for you and find a package that you're going to be able to afford and it's going to meet your needs. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned and they're online at HurleyBenefitServices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y BenefitServices.com. Tom and Ward, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. The pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly. The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. When I went to the Good Feet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the arch supports. And took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cowboys hung on for a win over Washington yesterday, 27-20. to Dak Prescott was 22 of 39 for 211 yards, one touchdown and two interceptions. Bader Bears are up to number one in the power rankings after the Bears defense shut down Villanova 57-36. to The Bears have not lost a game going back to March 12th of last season. Lorena High School will play Brock in the Class 3A Division I state championship game Thursday at 3 o'clock, followed by China Spring versus Gilmer in the 4A Division II title game at 3 on Friday. Both games at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. UMHB is heading back to the Stag Bowl to play for the national championship after beating Whitewater 24-7. The crew will face off with North Central in Canton, Ohio with a 6 o'clock kickoff on Friday. And you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, and uh, great, uh, great time of uh, remembrance as we uh, celebrate the life of Dave Campbell. Dave Campbell passing away this uh, past weekend, 
uh, at the age of 96. And uh, we will honor him uh, uh, this coming Friday. But uh, uh, Reba, his wife, uh, uh, Mrs. Campbell, to everyone that knew her, um, uh, passed away in uh, 2020. And, uh, and so she had a great impact on a lot of lives as well, taught in the journalism department at Baylor. My father, in fact, had her as a journalism uh, professor and just a, uh, just a really special woman. So uh, we'll continue to do that. But we're going to continue to talk some uh, sports. Dave Campbell loved talking college football and uh, all other kind of college sports as well. It was a big day yesterday, the Bears against Villanova. But as always, I turn it over to Aaron Sexton for Campus Confidential. Aaron, what's on your mind today? And we will start with that Baylor-Villanova game yesterday. The Bears defeating number six Villanova 57-36, and they are now number one in the country. The new poll out today, Baylor received every first-place vote. Duke number two. Kansas is 7, Iowa State 11, Houston 14, Texas 17, and Texas Tech is into the poll for the first time this year at number 25. Now, there's been a lot of talk about Baylor's performance against Villanova yesterday, Matt, which I got to see firsthand, and the defensive performance was just amazing. I thought so at the time, and I've seen since since then seen some stats that kind of back that up. Uh, from ESPN Stats and Info, Villanova averaged .517 points per possession. The nation's worst offense scores .84 points per possession. So <laughs> that gives you an idea of how suffocating Baylor's defense was. Some other stats from yesterday's game from ESPN. Villanova scored the fewest points and had their lowest field goal percentage under Jay Wright. They were held under 40 points for the first time since 1979, and their 36 total points tied for fewest by an AP top 10 in the shot clock era. So just an incredible performance from the Baylor men's basketball team as they move up to number one in the country after their 57-36 victory over Villanova yesterday. Man. I'm glad you were there. I, you, you sent me a photo. You seem to have some pretty good seats. Had a good angle at that thing. And uh, the crowd looked great. I mean, I, you know, I don't get caught up in all these. I've got, there are people that report for various places, and they seem consumed with trying to tell the students where they should be and how they should cheer, and they don't like this cheer and that cheer. And I'm thinking, you know what? I mean, I, I'm glad when I was 18 or 19, I didn't have all these adults trying to, tell me how to act or where I should be but I uh I love the fact that um that there's there so many students that showed up at that game and it it seemed and I got to go back of course I had to monitor the Cowboys game because I have some other gigs that are associated with that but I I and I record and I was go over there and check on it but I've, I've still got to kind of go back and watch the entire thing to really break it down uh although Aaron, there's so few, there's so little scoring. I can't say that I'm that excited about, like, that angle of it because it doesn't seem like either team must have shot particularly well. But I do like seeing the Bears put teams in a chokehold. And it's pretty wild for a Jay Wright coach team. I mean, we're talking about a team that produces first-round picks on a regular basis and has been great. You could argue that between Gonzaga, Baylor, and maybe uh, 
Villanova are like the best three programs over the past five years. Kansas is always in there, but I'm just talking about in Kentucky comes and goes. But those programs I just mentioned are about the best. To take that kind of monster of a program and just silence them. I mean, what? how do you say that one guy's name, Aaron? I, I thought that guy was, you know, he was hurt last year. Archie, how do you say it, Archie Diacono or whatever. I mean, I, I thought, man, this guy's unbelievable. You remember they had that guy Gillespie at one point? I mean, they got, they've had some great players come through there. And they couldn't even – they could barely get a shot off in that game. But uh, kudos to the fans. I, I just thought that was – and, again, Aaron, I do not understand this – fascination that some Baylor people have with constantly critiquing oh my gosh I saw some empty seats oh my gosh I oh my gosh the students weren't there I mean I'd like to go back and check and see if this one guy who's always who's always telling the students what they should do and make sure he showed up for every game when he was at Baylor because it's all he does he just constantly (laughs) critiques the fans it's like let the kids be the kids if they show up, they show up. If they don't, they don't. But yesterday, they did show up. And so let's praise them when they do. And, um, it, Aaron, did it get pretty loud in there? Yeah, I, I was about to say, I don't see how you can have any criticism yesterday. That was a packed house, and I've been to lots of Baylor basketball games, and that's as loud as I've ever heard it. It was an incredible crowd. The, the team played an incredible game, and it was just a great day for Baylor basketball. What'd you, did you have some, some uh, Baylor stuff on? Did you go with a Baylor cap, or did you I wore, at I least have a Baylor my, T-shirt? I wore one of my mini Baylor shirts. <laughs> okay. What, what about uh, – we need to get like a Matt Mosley show with Aaron Sexton T-shirt, kind of get that thing <laughs> going around. Yeah, and have people wearing those at the games, maybe all the students. Have you noticed like one local couple that anytime the national TV people show up, suddenly they're courtside? Like if you go to – a normal conference game, they're never there. They would never be there. But, boy, ABC shows up, and there's this one local couple, and it's like, okay, where can we sit to get the most TV time? Oh, my goodness. All right, we're not going to name names. Aaron, stop me while I'm behind. <laughs> what, what else What else do you have for us today? The AP All-American team is out, led by Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young and two of his Alabama teammates keeping the Crimson Tide three more than any other college. Baylor senior safety Jalen Petrie made first team All-American on the AP's list. And uh, tackle Connor Galvin made the third team for Baylor. So Baylor with a couple of All-Americans on the AP All-American list that came out today. You know, Aaron, I don't know if you remember this. Back in the day, like, Playboy had a... Had well, like I remember. An All-American team, and, and it was like a big deal. But I, I, I'm trying to remember, like Singletary was very religious, and obviously Baylor's a religious school. I, I don't know. I, I wonder how they handled that back then. I could see Mike saying, no, I'm not going to go to that. But also Mike was very gracious, and if he got an award and was supposed to be there for the ceremony, you know, he probably would have shown up. But um, anybody who remembers that, let me know how Mike Singletary handled that. I was just thinking back about that. So the Wal- there's a Walter Camp All-America and then this AP All-America. I sort of forget sometimes, Aaron. Like, there's so many awards now. Like, which ones, in a sense, hold the most weight? I, w- I always used to think that Walter Camp thing maybe did. 
But then now that you say AP, I mean, that's a big one, too. I guess what I would say is I'm just glad Petrie made both of them, okay? I, I'm, I'm for whatever All-American team Petrie's on. If, and if he, as long as he's on the team, then I'm supportive of that All-American team. Former five-star recruit Quinn Ewers will transfer to Texas, the former Ohio State quarterback posted on social media last night. Ewers spent just one season with the Buckeyes, entered the transfer portal on December 3rd, and is now uh, making his way back to Texas. He was ranked as a five-star quarterback, the number one quarterback in the 2022 class, and had originally committed to Texas in high school before changing to Ohio State and enrolling there early after reclassifying to the 2021 class. Promptly after joining Ohio State, Ewers, Ewers signed an NIL contract for $1.4 million over three years with GT Sports Marketing for autographs that was negotiated by his agent. He landed some other NIL deals, too, so he's already made a lot of money, and he will be playing for Texas next year. Now I wanted to, you know, I usually don't have a lot to do with the University of Texas. I have agreed. You know, I went to law school, Aaron. I am going to represent Quinn Ewers. I have, a, I have, uh, I'm going to be his agent, and so I'm going to help him with some of these deals. But uh, Quinn Ewers, that's smart of Texas. Think about that, Aaron. They send him out to Ohio <laughs> State, and they and they get him, they get him trained up there, get him a bunch of good practice reps, and then bring him to Austin. I like, I think that's smart of them. To, to do that, get him a little different experience, and then bring him into UT. Aaron, I, th- I think I think we got to say that's sort of a, a, a chess, not checkers type move. <laughs> yeah. That's one way to look at it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aaron, I also, uh, I just got word the Playboy deal, uh, ha- ha- they've just made a comeback. Did you hear about this, the Playboy All-America deal? I did not. Yeah, they said that that exotic dancer – that's a girlfriends of the uh, the, te- the University of Texas assistant coach that they're <laughs> they're going to bring back the All American team because he's inspired them to bring it back. So the Playboy mm. All American team is coming back. Trivia question this week: Can you name the monkey that was the uh, part of the um, the exotic dancers uh, show? That can you name the? Now we all know her name was Pole. Assassin. Aaron, again, was that does that have to do with like a yeah, it's like a fireman's pole type thing? Okay, Aaron, what was the monkey's name? Can you remember? I blocked most of that story out, so no, I don't remember. <laughs> Aaron, you're I've never you've never struck me as a particularly particularly religious person. I mean, are why do you get so freaked out by this story? <laughs> anyway, the, 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 the name of the monkey is Gia. That's G-G-G-I-A. All right? All right. This this segment today brought to you by Gia. Gia, the exotic monkey. <laughs> did the monkey, I just wondered if the monkey, like if the monkey did a little dance or anything to go along with the pole assassin. I'm just, I, I still am very, very intrigued by all of this. Aaron is not intrigued. Aaron's <laughs> always ready for me to move on. Aaron, what um, what else do you have on the agenda? Any is there any other last kind of parting shot you want to make with Campus Confidential? Yeah, one more real quick, and it involves another quarterback in the transfer portal. It seems like about half of the Division One teams had one of their quarterbacks enter the transfer portal this year. Today, it is Texas A&M quarterback Zach Calzada 
who uh, entered the transfer portal earlier today. A sophomore, Calzada, took over when Haynes King was injured and wound up starting 10 games, threw for 2,185 yards, 17 touchdowns, and nine interceptions. Also ran for a score. In addition to the expected return of King next year, Texas A&M has top quarterback prospect Connor Weidman committed as part of their upcoming class. So Zach Calzada will be looking for another school to play at next year. Well, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because it reminds me, I, I did see a report, I think I saw this from Mac Olson, Max Olson, who refuses to come on with us. He, they, everybody thinks we ran some guy off. He ran himself off. Stop blaming us. But anyway, um, Jacob Zeno, um, Jacob Zeno is uh, is the quarterback that you know we thought was maybe going to be the starter at Baylor. Then he went in the transfer portal, and Zeno has now em- uh, emerged at uh, or whatever happens when you come out of the portal at UAB. UAB. That's a good program. I mean, UAB's gotten better and better, and they play some good. Uh, I think that's the Blazers, as I recall. The uh, that's the University of Alabama at Birmingham. So uh, Jacob Zeno is going to be the quarterback there. Good luck to him, man. I'm going to be pulling for him. He was a good quarterback at Baylor, and uh, and I think he'll do a nice job with UAB. That is what's known as campus confidential. All right, 5 o'clock hour is upon us. Lots more to come. And I've got some, uh, we got a lot brewing with the Cowboys. And, oh, by the way, they played yesterday. My gosh, a lot has happened since yesterday. We will react to the Cowboys. Oh, that ho-hum, easy win they had over the Washington football team. Oops, wait, what happened at the end? We discuss next. Your home for Baylor football is ESPN Central Texas and the 87th Annual All-State Sugar Bowl. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Lark Smith, Matt Mosley, and me for Game Day Live, live from New Orleans on January 1st. Game Day Live is presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. We'll preview the game, have interviews, and, of course, scores from across the nation. Don't miss Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni, live from New Orleans on January 1st and here on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for complete listing. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. 
With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. This is Richard Carr. We have shared many challenges together over the past year, but 2021 brought a new business challenge. Computer chip shortages have created long delays for new vehicles. We're told production is improving and cars are coming. At Richard Carr Motors, we have a list of vehicles already in production called our inbound vehicle list. These are vehicles that will be delivered first. Get your name on our inbound vehicle list and be first in line for your new GM car or truck. Thank you, Central Texas, for your continued support. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. Presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it's Matt Mosley. And uh, I just responded to somebody. Aaron, I mean, my gosh, these people at ESPN, I believe it or not, I left a few friends there after all my years there up in uh, with the Bristol folks when I was with ESPN.com. And they were desperately trying to get, of course, I didn't see the email until now, but they're desperately trying to somehow get uh, Dick Vitale on with us today, which would have been really, really cool. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write back and just say I'd love to, I'd love to have him on anytime this week. Anytime. Is that fine with you, uh, Aaron, if we have Dick Vitale on? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> okay. Yeah, see, I, okay. I love Dick Vitale. He's one of my favorites, and that was one of the coolest moments yesterday. I, probably at least a 30-second standing ovation from the crowd. It was just yeah. uh, really neat. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, I, I just, on the off chance, and I, of course I always wait a little too late to do these things, but I reached out to somebody and tried to see if we could get him on today, and um, and sure enough, they said, well, I'm going to work on it. It's a little tight. I mean, this is like one or two this afternoon. <laughs> they said it's a little tight. Turn around. I, I, that's what I just responded here. And I was like, I know, I know. It's a, it's a pretty big ask. But uh, he was with Boog Shambi. Uh, John Shambi is, they call him Boog, uh, or excuse me, Boog, uh, as the, uh, like the old uh, baseball player. But I, uh, I, I just think uh, I, I, that, that whole scene, with him uh, fighting cancer and then getting cleared by his doctor to come to the game. And obviously they were not able to, to really do any games from on site or he wasn't allowed to travel last season. And he, I don't think he had ever done a game in Waco, Texas. And then our friend Fran Frischilla shows up on the scene. And uh, that was kind of neat. Fran and his wife <coughs> joined. Uh, and, and, in fact, they sat with, I think, I think that Mrs. Vital is Lorraine. His wife is Lorraine, and so they sat with her, and uh, you know, I thought that was really neat. And then some other people, Aaron, of course, had to go sit by them. Who do you think that was, Aaron? Don't answer that. But um, I, uh, we may have uh, Dick Vitale on uh, here in the next few days, so we really appreciate ESPN for trying to line that up. Um, we've had a good run. We had uh, uh, Dan uh, – uh, or excuse me, we had uh, Sean McDonough on the other day. 
who did the Baylor game for ABC, and uh, and that was a lot of fun. A reminder, by the way, that I'm going to be out at uh, on Friday from four to six. I'm going to be doing the show live from Deadfish Grill in Belton, Texas. People are like Mosley, what are you doing? What are you doing out in Belton? Well. First of all, I spend a lot of time um, in Salado, and uh, so Belton has some barbecue places I really like, and uh, Miller's and Shep's and and uh, what's the other place there that they always advertise for? McKeska's. I don't, I don't know if I've ever tried that one, but uh, but Deadfish Grill has been this place I've always been enamored about by because apparently it has this beautiful view, and lo and behold. Because Mary Harden Baylor ha- keeps advancing in the playoffs, we're going to do a live show, kind of uh, getting ready, getting folks ready for the uh, for the big game. So that'll be fun. That's Friday from four to six at Dead Fish Grill in Belton, Texas. Just go the best uh, directions I can give you, Aaron. See if these sound like good directions. You drive down thirty five, and then uh, and then you just go toward the lake. All right, and then this has a beautiful lake view. Is that good, Aaron? Is that is that pretty specific for how to get to the Deadfish Grill? And uh, so just look for water, and then you'll find me. And since they have fried items, uh, Aaron Aaron's gonna maybe show up, or I'm gonna bring him some catfish, or possibly I don't think you do fried shrimp, but uh, Aaron's gonna be a part of it. Were those good directions, Aaron? It could have been better. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, well, Aaron, find some then. <laughs> I want you to find me better directions, like, and we'll give them. No, no, no. Okay, um, oh, Aaron sent me this. Or actually, I, some, one of my buddies just sent me this, and I sent it to Aaron. The you, we, Quinn Ewers, he brought this up. That Quinn Ewers, the number one, basically the number one quarterback recruit of all time. I mean, he was as high as rate, highly rated as, as anybody's ever been, especially from Texas. Well, he went to Ohio State. Now he's transferring to Texas. His name is Quinn Ewers. And, Aaron, I just texted this to you. That is a head of hair right there. I know I've got kind of long hair right now. That's some – that is a – that's – I don't even know. That's more than a mullet. That is – that's almost like Pat Benatar hair. That's like an 80s rock singer type deal. Like, a, like that would have looked good on, like, Rod Stewart back in the day. Like a hair helmet. <laughs> What's that thing we used to say at camp, Aaron? That's not a hairdo. That's a hair don't. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big, oh, man, that, this is whatever Quinn Ewers is throwing down. Uh, it is a, that's, that's kind of a rough look. Okay, now that was a rough look for the Cowboys coming down the stretch in that game. Now, here's what we're going to do. We've got a lot of folks trying to join us today, and we appreciate that. We actually have some people going to uh, lined up tomorrow to actually also talk about Dave Campbell. But uh, I, if you want to call in and talk about the Cowboys, I'm open to it. I really am because um, I, I I may have been too harsh. In fact, Aaron, I'll I'll send this some of the, my comments on the Colin Cowherd show to you, and we may play some of them tomorrow. But this quarterback's in a bad way right now, and I'm curious to see. What our listeners, our loyal listeners, um, our people, what you guys think. Like, are you as worried about this as I am, or do you think this will pass? Do you think, oh, he, he's fine, he'll be okay, or are you legitimately worried? You can always text us, 254-662-1660. And, Aaron, let's remember, in our next segment, we'll take another peek 
at the test because I'd asked people if they wanted to weigh in on, on with Dave Campbell stories that uh, to feel free, and I want to feature some of those if folks uh, sounded off. And uh, I, I appreciate people like Sean Hunt uh, from UBO. By the way, guess who does you? Guess who works with uh, Deadfish Grill? Like handles all their like copier services and has kind of streamlined their whole workforce and and kind of helped with some of that. None other than our partner UBO. UBO, which is uh, one of the tremendous uh, places in Central Texas, and uh, I believe uh, I believe owned and operated by an Aggie, like some kind of famous Aggie from back in the day that may have played at uh, A&M Consolidated or something like that. But he's a huge Aggie that runs that place. But Sean Hunt, for all intents and purposes, uh, in my mind, runs the place and does a great job for us, and is one of our loyal listeners. But if anybody wants to sound off on the Cowboys, feel free to text in 254-662-1660. There's, there's, a good, there's kind of the good, bad, and the ugly, to, to, to name an old movie that uh, may have featured Clint Eastwood. I, the good is this. Micah Parsons is unbelievable. I mean, Micah Parsons is the best defensive player in the NFL right now. I mean, he's now got 12 sacks. He's chasing the, the all-time rookie record, which I think was Curse, uh, who played for the Titans for a lot of years. Javon Curse. Um, and, and it was like 14 and a half. Well, Mike Parsons is sitting now at 12 sacks. He had one sack, that strip sack, that was picked up by Dorrance Armstrong and returned for a touchdown yesterday. Cowboys built that 18 to nothing lead. The game should have been over. He also went back at one point. He lined up kind of over the, the guard, kind of between the center and the guard, but he's he's and he fires in there and, and that I think that guy Aaron is like a has been a Pro Bowl right guard. Uh Scherf, or was it the left guard? Anyway, one of those guards for the Washington football team, Scherf, is is like a really good player. And Parsons went around him like, oh, the one I'm talking about, though, the second sack, Aaron, that was when the running back went over and tried to pick him up. I think it was Antonio Gibson. And Parsons <laughs> just treated him like a – I mean, it's just like, what are you even doing? Like, why would you even try to get in front of me? And he shucks him. And then, Aaron, he gets to – I'm trying to think if that was still – um, our man Heineke at that point. Taylor Heineke might have still been in the game. Or, and Allen replaced him later. He, he, it was just hilarious. He On the sack, he basically grabbed the guy around the collar, around the neck, and just kind <clears> of, <throat> it was beautiful. It was like an old school, like something that Singletary or one of those guys would have done. He just grabbed him by the collar or, or by the jersey, and just slung him down like he was nothing. Like Baldinger said, Aaron, I was watching some of his breakdowns, and he was saying he just he, he sacked the quarterback like he was taking the trash out. And that, that's about right. There was like nothing to it. <clears throat> I just think, I think what Micah Parsons is doing right now is becoming, he's on his way to becoming another member of the all-time greats with the Cowboys. Now, he's got to do it for a few more years. But I, I, 
I don't think DeMarcus Ware was this good as a rookie. And he was good. I mean, Ware was really good early in his career. It's not like he wasn't. But he wasn't dropping 30 yards down the field and almost getting an interception. He wasn't rushing the passer from everywhere. I'm talking about off the ball, you know, in a down stance, uh, standing up kind of right over the, the center or guard. He wasn't doing that stuff. He was lining up, pinning his ears back, and coming as a an outside linebacker, but basically what we think of as a defensive end. Micah Parsons is in a different stratosphere right now, and uh, I, I'm, I'm just enjoying the heck out of it. Aaron, is there any? Can you think of anybody in the NFL playing better defense right now than Micah Parsons? No, I mean T.J. Watt and uh, Miles Garrett are both playing very well, but nobody's playing at the level he's playing at right now. He's unblockable. Yeah, I, I would, I would say so. Now, that game should have been over. Sims made a. Sims for for the Washington football team made a, a great catch against Diggs, and you got to just take your hat off to him. Diggs, Diggs is an unbelievable player. I mean, he and uh, Brown both could have had some more interceptions, but at the end of the game, Washington has the ball and they're moving, and if Carter catches that ball down the sideline, which he just dropped, Allen drops that thing in there beautifully, and Carter, the receiver for WFT, drops it. Just flat out right through the deal, just like a hole in the hands. We used to have a guy at recess. We called him hole in the hands because he just could not. Um, golly, I don't know why we were so mean to kids back then, Aaron. But uh, but the kid dropped everything, and he became known as simply hole in the hands. And that's kind of what Carter looked like. It just went right through his arms. And if the Cowboy, if that thing had gone to overtime and they lost that game, I mean, what an embarrassment it would have been. And something does not seem right <coughs> with this quarterback, with Dak Prescott, from a physical standpoint, from a mental standpoint. Like, I say mental, I'm almost thinking more of just a vision standpoint. What's he doing on that interception? where he, on the pick six I'm talking about, there were two interceptions that he threw. One, <clears throat> ball just floats on him. He's not planting his back foot. He's not getting the foundation he needs. And, it, I mean, it's just kind of, it's just not really working for him. And, and so on the, uh, on, the, on the pick six that made it 27-20, he, he, they do a naked boot, and he thinks he's got a guy wide open, and he does. He does have the guy. What he didn't see was the linebacker undercutting the route, and the linebacker jumps up, catches it, and returns it all the way for a touchdown. This is a this is a huge problem right now, and uh, and you know Cowboys have to find a solution, and they keep insisting that nothing's wrong with Dak. I think it'd almost be better for Dak if somebody did say something was wrong because the alternative is he's just lost it and he's in a bad way. You know, there's some people who think maybe he's just streaky. He has great stretches and then he has bad stretches. I, 
I think this is a quarterback who, for whatever reason, people defend like crazy. I bet Romo wishes he got this much of a defense that people took up for him <clears throat> as much as they take up for Dak. And uh, I, I'm uh, I, I'm just sort of amazed. Jerry last week blamed it on the receivers for not running the the correct routes. I don't think that was the case on those two throws yesterday. All right, we'll continue. It is the Matt Mosley Show. We continue remembering uh, Dave Campbell and uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, which is a tremendous uh, uh, publication that's, that has meant a lot to uh, us over the years and, and really serves as the official start of summer. Um, Dave Campbell, uh, we lost him at age 96. We'll continue to talk about Dave, but also I want to get your thoughts on what I was just talking about. What do you think's going on with this quarterback? And is there any alternative? I mean, you can't bench him, but is there – are you losing trust in this quarterback? 254-662-1660 is the CNC Collision Center text line. That's all next. Dr. Rao Ali has been helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali, 469-562-4188. Now time for a Cowboys update. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. The defense dominated Washington in yesterday's 27-20 win. Details after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. At AT AT&T, Everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. The Cowboys nearly blew a 24 to nothing halftime lead yesterday and had to hang on to win in Washington. The final score was 27 to 20. The Cowboy offense continues to struggle, but the defense was stellar with five sacks, including two by Micah Parsons, and four takeaways, including a Dorrance Armstrong 37-yard fumble return for a touchdown. And in his first action back after a calf injury, Randy Gregory came up big when he tipped a pass to himself and made a spinning catch for an interception. Thankfully, I was able to get in the lane and get my left hand and block it. And wasn't really sure which way was the right end zone and was just trying not to get hawked from behind or from the ball. Gregory also forced a fumble late in the fourth quarter to thwart a Washington rally. The Cowboys are now 9-4 and four and have a three-game lead in the division. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. 
He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Dust off those boots, Texas. It's time for the rodeo. The incredible Ram Texas Circuit Finals, presented by Republic Gun Club, is returning to the Extraco Event Center. From December 30th through January 1st, you can watch the best of the best from Texas Circuit battle for the chance to compete at the Ram National Circuit Finals Rodeo. Come experience what everyone else is talking about and purchase your tickets now at extracoeventcenter.com. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy with patchy drizzle, fog, and even a stray shower possible tonight. We drop to 58 degrees. About the same tomorrow with mostly cloudy skies. Again, patchy drizzle, fog, and an isolated shower, 77. And on Wednesday, mostly cloudy, very mild with a high of 81. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Cowboys hung on for a win over Washington yesterday, 27-20. to Dak Prescott was 22 of 39 for 211 yards, one touchdown and two interceptions. Bader Bears are up to number one in the power rankings after the Bears defense shut down Villanova 57-36. to The Bears have not lost a game going back to March 12th of last season. Lorena High School will play Brock in the Class 3A Division I state championship game Thursday at 3 o'clock, followed by China Spring versus Gilmer in the 4A Division II title game at 3 on Friday. Both games at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. UMHB is heading back to the Stag Bowl to play for the national championship after beating Whitewater 24-7. The crew will face off with North Central in Canton, Ohio with a 6 o'clock kickoff on Friday. And you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, rolling on a Monday, and uh, got some Cowboys talk, and also been remembering Dave Campbell, uh, Texas, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, you know that, a lot of uh, the folks that listen to us across Central Texas know that Dave Campbell was with uh, the Waco Trib all those years, the longtime sports editor there. And uh, that was for he became a sports editor at a, at a really young age back in the 1950s when uh, Jinx Tucker passed away. And um, next thing you know, there he is and uh, held that uh, title for oh, somewhere around 40 years. 
and then uh, finally retired about 1993, but just kept uh, writing, kept writing for Baylor Publications, and uh, Dave Campbell was just a uh, treasure to all of Waco, a treasure to Baylor, and a treasure to the, really the entire state because of uh, that magazine became synonymous with both uh, the SWC and then Texas high school football. And uh, we appreciate everybody in the McLean family uh, talking about uh, uh, Drayton McLean. And then uh, that's uh, Drayton Jr., who is who the, uh, the namesake of the Baylor, uh, Baylor's new uh, football stadium. And then Drayton III and, uh, and the whole family, they had a, made a statement earlier. And I was talking to Drayton III earlier today, and, and uh, he was expressing his uh, just support and love for the, uh, for the Campbell family. Now, um, we are talking some Cowboys, and you guys have been weighing in. I've had the uh, phone and our, our uh, text line open, 254-662-1660. How worried are you about Dak Prescott? Maybe you're not that worried at all. Uh, we do have uh, Lee uh, on uh, from Copper's Cove on the phone right now. Lee, what is on your mind, sir? Well, first of all, I'd like to say go Bears, and I'm proud of Baylor Bears. Second yes. of all, in regards to your question about Dak Prescott, to me, I thought he was a bad signing from the get-go. He hasn't won a big game yet. He couldn't beat Tampa Bay or Kansas City. He seems like he's every game he is coming up with uh, excuse after excuse after excuse, and I've lost all the faith in Dak Prescott until he can show me that he can do more than this. Uh, uh, it seemed like there's more three and outs than I've ever seen as watching Dallas Cowboys. And I'm 60 years old and I love the Cowboys, but they seem to just fade away, fade late in games. And I've lost faith. Well, Lee, I appreciate it. And I don't think you're alone, uh, alone in that. Now, you know, here they are. I, I get what you're saying. And I understand it. But um, the, the funny thing is they're 9-4 and four and in pretty good shape. And they got uh, some easy games coming up. The only <clears throat> truly tough game they have coming up is, uh, is against uh, Arizona. And, and so there's a chance they could finish 12-5 and five or even 13-4. And, four. and uh, it's, it, it sounds strange to worry so much, but I understand, I understand the worry. I mean, I really do, um, and um, I, I just think, though, I don't – I think he's won some big games over the years. I mean, when you look back, uh, them beating uh, – the Patriots have ended up being a really good team this year, and uh, and they were able to win on the road against New England, and now we think differently about that New England team than we did at that time this year. So I don't think it's the uh, – I don't, I don't think it's anything uh, – uh, that's uh, disastrous. I just think um, he's. It's worrisome right now that he's he's as erratic as he is, and the fact that he makes so much money doesn't help anything. Uh, Aaron Sexton um, on the uh, on the CNC Collision text line. What are they saying about the Cowboys? We have uh, Rob from Temple. He says, uh, "Can you guys give your thoughts on why the Cowboys continuously run?" College flanker screens and check downs. Game after game, they refuse to run plays that put pressure on defenses. He said, I'm sick of the 2017 Dak and Jason Garrett plays that they're running. That's from Robin Temple. All right, uh, Rob, it's, a, uh, <clears throat> it's an interesting point. And, you know, from a play standpoint, 
it's hard right now because I think this team functions best when the running game is being productive, and then they play off of that, and that's when that's when Dak functions best as quarterback. Well, they couldn't run the ball the other day. They got a banged up running back um, in uh, in in Zeke, and they continue to run him out there. Pollard has more speed, and and he right now he's more of a breakaway type back, and he's banged up, has a foot injury. So he couldn't be out there. And then they had uh, uh, Corey uh, Clement uh, in that game. And, you know, other than just sort of being serviceable, I thought he ran hard at times. But there's not a ton he's going to give you. And I I think part of the problem is it's just not right now. There's not a lot of complimentary things that are going on. Now, as far as the old plays, you know, one thing you can't do is miss on a throw when you do a little wide receiver screen in the sense that the wide receiver steps about almost like two yards behind the line of scrimmage and you hit him and that's CeeDee Lamb and you want to put him in space and you can't even connect on that. Ball was too high and it goes off his hands. Should he have caught it? Probably so. Was it a good pass? No. So I, I get it while there's some frustration, although this is the same offensive coordinator who about a month and a half ago we were all acting like it was going to be one of the next great head coaches in the NFL. So I don't know if it's completely fair to say that they're running bad plays as much as they're just getting poor play. And, and if you have a lack of trust in your quarterback, there's you have to call the game a certain way. And I think that's why they're getting a little frustrated with um, Kellen Moore is because he won't load up on the run game. That said, what are you supposed to do yesterday? I mean, did you think that uh, did you think that maybe the uh, the you know that suddenly the running backs were going to break out? I mean, it just wasn't. And, and then when Dak has to try to run, he's just not himself anymore. And I don't know if that's an injury or whatever. Maybe it's the calf, but he can every once in a while kind of scoot down the sideline and help you out. But but one time he was running and he went around like the left side. And he looked like an old man. I mean, he was kind of stumbling around and just he couldn't get it going. And part of that is he just doesn't seem like he's planting and taking off. And he can't do it because he's physically not right. I mean, I I, got to hand it to Glenn Stretch-Smith, who was the first person he used to be on on, uh, ESPN Central Texas, in fact. But he's been on my podcast lately, and he was the first one to really notice that uh, this quarterback, in his from his vantage point, is banged up, and he's not he's not able to rip the ball off his back foot, not able to get up on his toe like he needs to. All the mechanics of great quarterbacking, this quarterback can't seem to do right now. And that is something to worry about. All right, Aaron, I know we had asked people, too, if they had memories of Dave Campbell. We lost Mr. Campbell, 96 years old, tremendous life, tremendous man, and uh, just uh, what he's done for the Baylor Athletic Program in Texas sports in general uh, it cannot be uh, overstated. He, he's just been unbelievable 
Uh, Aaron, what uh, I know somebody on the uh, text line sounded off in regards to, to Mr. Campbell. Yeah, someone in the 210 area code texted us, even though Dave was a Baylor grad, we all had to learn that he had to write articles or publish magazines that included the Horns and the Aggies. He said, I had a friend who got so mad at him one day that he wrote Mr. Campbell a letter and told him to put orange border around his column in the Waco Tribune Herald. (laughs) (laughs) Orange border. See, that's funny. I mean, like, nowadays, people are way more opinionated in all of that. And uh, that is... uh, that's really uh, funny that they would have thought that. I never would have thought that about Dave Campbell. Certainly that he did not have University of Texas leanings, although because he was with Texas Football Magazine, they had to, from time to time, put the Aggies or the Longhorns on the cover. But uh, but I, I those old school um, sports writers used to be, and, and Dave was not like this, but, well, they could be treacherous. Um, either... Back in the day, Gary Cartwright and Bud Shrake were writing for, I guess it was the Dallas Morning News. Shrake went on to have a, you know, uh, a great writing career. Gary Cartwright went to Texas uh, monthly and uh, had a tremendous career, both, both of them. And both of them were party boys. Like, that, that did not – I don't know if Dave Campbell ever had a drink. I, I mean, I never saw him have one. Back in the day, though – this was a hard drinking profession. I'm talking about sports writing, and um, those guys had had too much to drink. I think one morning after a uh, Don Meredith had played particularly uh, uh, a poor game, and uh, and it was somebody that was actually friends had had a great relationship with Don. I think it was, uh, I think this was uh, 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 Cartwright who did this, Gary Cartwright, and. Um, he wrote something to the effect in the Dallas Morning News that Don Meredith, he said, quote, was a born loser. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm talking harsh, 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 enough that it, it impacted his relationship with, with Don Meredith the rest of Meredith's life. Now, it also didn't help that years later, apparently, um, someone served Don Meredith's wife a uh, brownie that had some marijuana in it, and she got sick. And I don't know which sports writer that was, but, uh, but yeah. There's, there's a lot of old stories floating around. Um, all right, Aaron, um, but, but really good stuff. I, I, I appreciate everybody, and if you've got more, we'll take the time to, uh, if you want to comment more, either on Dak Prescott or you want to say something about uh, uh, Dave Campbell, what that magazine meant to you what he meant to you as a sports writer, uh, feel free. It's 254-662-1660. All right, we continue on, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll continue down the path of some, uh, some college football. That's next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor men's basketball with a big win in the Farrell Center Sunday over Villanova. We'll give you details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. 
So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Follow the Bears to New Orleans and the All-State Sugar Bowl right here on the home of Baylor Bear Football, ESPN Central Texas. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Big win yesterday for Scott Drew and the Bears in the Farrell Center against Villanova. It was a rematch of a Sweet 16 matchup at Hinkle Fieldhouse in Indianapolis last year. Yesterday's game, a defensive struggle to say the least. Baylor won the game 57-36 to over Villanova, holding the Wildcats to their lowest scoring total in the Jay Wright era, and that goes back 21 seasons. Also, according to ESPN Stats and Info, the 36 points tied for the fewest by an AP Top 10 team in the shot clock era. It was an engaged, sellout crowd in the Farrell Center, and Scott Drew acknowledged that after the win. First, it was a, a great atmosphere. Can't thank uh, uh, the fans enough for uh, showing out and uh, uh, doing a great job helping us in the Big 12, Big East uh, um, challenge. Uh, and and they fans always make a difference. Uh, you can watch a game or affect it when they come and are loud. They affect it. So that really helped uh, with the defensive intensity for sure. Um, second of all, uh, we came in and I think uh, Villanova was fourth best offense in the country. We were sixth best offense in the country. So the defenses actually were really good against top offenses. And I think both of us missed shots that we normally make. Uh, but I think that was attributed to um, none of the shots were er easy early on. So. What happened was when you got an open one, uh, you didn't have a rhythm. And once you miss a couple shots, it's – I know we got some golfers in here. You miss a couple four- or five-foot putts, the next one becomes a lot tougher. Scott Drew following yesterday's 57-36 win over Villanova in the Farrell Center keeps Baylor among the dwindling few teams still undefeated on the year. Baylor at 9-0 on the season. The win, their 15th straight going back to last season, the longest winning streak in the nation. Also a 19th straight win at home, setting a new Farrell Center record. The Bears now 9-0 on the season off until Saturday when they play in Eugene against the Oregon Ducks. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. 
Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Cowboys hung on for a win over Washington yesterday, 27 to 20. Dak Prescott was 22 of 39 for 211 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Later, Bears are up to number one in the power rankings after the Bears' defense shut down Villanova 57 to 36. The Bears have not lost a game going back to March 12th of last season. Lorena High School will play Brock in the Class 3A Division I state championship game Thursday at 3 o'clock, followed by China Spring versus Gilmer in the 4A Division II title game at 3 on Friday. Both games at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. UMHB is heading back to the Stag Bowl to play for the national championship after beating Whitewater 24-7. The crew will face off with North Central in Canton, Ohio with a 6 o'clock kickoff on Friday. And you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. this one going for a little bit don't don't pot it no Aaron you you took it away that's uh, what happened some of those are (laughs) pre-edited I'll just say that (laughs) you know I like you to fade it down slowly oh my goodness when it's only 20 seconds in length I can't do anything (laughs) buddy hey length don't make it issue of length sir (laughs) um all right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. But anytime you get any of that kind of music going from the uh, from the seventies, guarantee to win. <laughs> All right, uh, it is the uh, it's the Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside as we just slide right through Monday, and uh, a lot of good stuff today. John Warner talking about uh, Dave Campbell. Uh, and uh, if you're just joining us, Dave Campbell passed away at the age of 96, the namesake of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. For a lot of us, that was the, kind of a rite of passage, or, uh, you know, in the summer, that was it, man. When it, when it was like, uh, I guess it would be about, usually, it used to be kind of early July, or mid, around July 4th or something, and, and maybe now they come out a little earlier with it, but that was it. That was time to pick up your Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. For my family, we would usually, when, I, when uh, my sister uh, Mandy and I were uh, kids, we would uh, we'd go to Salado with our uh, friends, the Fortners, the Days. Uh, we would all uh, we would all uh, show up down there, and we would pick up uh, pick up a copy of Dave Campbell's Texas football, you you know, wherever you could. Sometimes they would have it there at uh, Stagecoach Inn in Salado, Texas. Sometimes we would uh, stop by, you know, a grocery store, any of the Brookshire, the Brookshire's, uh, Brookshire Brothers stores or uh, HEB, and you get your copy. And it just was, that was one of the great moments of the summer. 
And uh, for high school kids, that their names would appear in there. What a big moment. What a big moment for their parents. And I, I loved, I, I would say, for me, the greatest thing about Texas Football Magazine, um, uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, was the, uh, was the SWC section. It was huge. Every, they had a big thing on every team. <clears throat> they had the depth charts. It, it was real involved. And, and as John Werner shared with us earlier today, Dave Campbell's idea for this kind of came from him being an editor and realizing that there were a few publications out there, but he, he saw a bunch of mistakes. And as a good editor, he thought, what if we could do one of these things and we just don't have as many mistakes? I'll say this for sure, and this is no offense to uh, any of the editor, the current editors, but it, when Dave stopped putting his fine-tooth comb on that thing, then there probably were a few mistakes because that guy, he, he, it was his baby. And he cared for that thing and, and, and watched it. And I thought one of the great things was at some point he sold the magazine, obviously still stayed in, it was still named for him, and he still had a, a hand in it. But um, that, was the, that was Drayton McLean and his family, the namesake of, uh, of uh, uh, McLean Stadium and, uh, and just an unbelievable Baylor booster and, and a supporter over the years. And the McLean family. Well, the McLean family owns that uh, uh, Dave Campbell's Texas football now, and they've continued to put it out. So, in in a in a sense, it stayed in the Baylor family, and uh, and I think that was very important to Dave Campbell. It meant a world that meant the world to him. Now, we're all sad because I think I speak for everybody in the media. We just love seeing Dave Campbell. You would you would see him in the press box for years. He still cranked out. An a, a, a amazing amount of words for the Baylor Bear Insider Report, and and that was for people that were in the Bear Foundation would get this little weekly kind of uh, newsletter, and Dave wrote, oh my gosh, and I mean, it was Baylor volleyball, Baylor soccer, it didn't matter. He wrote about it, and then Jerry Hills kind of inherited that. In fact, Jerry. Not only inherited it, but but he would uh, you know drive uh, Dave to certain places. And that Waco Trib, that's a really neat family because you know with Bryce, uh, Cherry, and John Warner and Jerry Hill, Kim Gorham, who used to be the sports editor there, and uh, Kim's a great guy. You know they those guys just um, and I say Jerry, yeah, I said Jerry's name. Those, they've just been doing it forever, and so that became a really close family. And then there were some alums of of uh, the Waco trip, whether that be David Stevens way back in the day. I think John McClain came through there, and um, it, it just <clears> – <throat> Dave had a, uh, a great influence, and he was a very – I think the way Warner put it is that he was incredibly encouraging. Now – I once had, when I was with the website, The Morning News, I did have an encouraging editor. But when I was at the newspaper, I mean, that was that was old school. You didn't have nurturing, encouraging editors. You had old school, like what you would imagine in the movies. And I served under two guys that took no prisoners, Dave Smith and then Bob Yates. And I happened to like them both. And Bob Yates changed my life and, uh, and remains a great friend. But he was tougher than all get out. 
I mean, it was like I was pledging for him. But Dave Campbell just had a different way about him. And uh, hate hate to lose him, but he gets to be reunited in heaven with his wife, Reba, who passed in, in uh, 2020. And uh, they, they were married for 70 years. So um, I do, um, do kind of have a smile thinking about them being reunited because it was so tough on Dave losing uh, his wife not that long ago. All right, Matt Mosley's show, alongside Aaron Sexton. It is time for the dismount. That is next. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Following some time off for finals, the Baylor women back in action on Sunday, December 19th in Connecticut against Michigan in the Hall of Fame Women's Showcase. Join Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. That's Genco and me. Genco has extended their offer till the end of the year. Refinance your vehicle today at Genco with rates as low as 1.69% for 48 months. And have 90 days of no payments. Refinancing can lower your payment so you pay less for your car. Apply online and get an additional 0.1% off our already low rate. You can't pass on rates this low and make no payments for 90 days. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. NCUA, equal housing lender. They're people I trust. They treat me like family. My money, my Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show. Dismount. We got to say good night, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna roll right into uh, tomorrow Tuesday, and then of course it'll only be two days before we start getting some of these state title matchups, and uh, on Thursday. Um, We've got, uh, of course, we've got Thursday and Friday night, uh, and, uh, Thursday and Friday matchups. And Lorena will be playing. And we're going to have Lark Smith at these games providing updates for us. Appreciate Lark. Nobody provides 
a score update quite like Lark Smith. Okay, Lark and I have become very tight, and uh, and and Aaron and Lark have worked together quite a bit. So we'll be glad to do that. And then uh, I know Tom's going to have a couple of these coaches on this week. Um, man, I'd like to have Brian Bell on, but I'm going to give Tom because Tom calls a lot of these high school games. I'm going to give him first dibs. I know he's real appreciative of that. Uh, Tom will get first dibs, and um, and then uh, I would like Aaron to, uh, if you can, since you you are kind of our Mister High Schools on our show, uh, let's get the Franklin coach on, okay? Because we he you know Franklin's a ways away, but we still count him as part of our family, part of the Central Texas family. And, uh, and they're out there. They're listening right now. Weigh in, by the way. Say hello to us if you're out there listening in Franklin. Text us at 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. But, Aaron, I'd like to get the Franklin coach on. I mean, they deserve anybody in our area. Um, and, man, I, I tell you, it, it, it really a lot of the different levels our area did great. And then I saw the other day <clears throat> that the former uh, Temple coach, has retired uh, at uh, Rockwell Heath, and they lost. Uh, it was kind of an upset. They lost a couple of weeks ago, but they had won a state title, and he had turned Rockwell Heath into a powerhouse, and he had come from uh, Temple, and I just thought that was interesting the other day that he has retired. I believe he was at about age 65, which is about the time some people retire. Some people just keep rolling. Like Coach Biles, I you know, he may just keep doing it forever. I, I don't think Coach Biles will ever walk away. But uh, but it's great to uh, – great some of these coaches, as long as you still have energy and you love doing it, why not? Just keep doing it. Nobody says you have to retire. I mean, you know why Daryl Royal retired at age 52? It's because Bill Yeoman came along in the University of Houston and then also Barry Switzer was giving him some trouble. And uh, <clears throat> I think uh, Coach Royal said, you know what? I think I've had just about enough of this. All right, Matt Mosley Show, Aaron Sexton, we are signing off. We will talk to you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. We're filling in for John Morris. We'll do it tomorrow. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll check in in Ames, Iowa. The Iowa State Cyclones preparing for a matchup with the Clemson Tigers December 29th in the Cheez-It Bowl in Orlando. We'll hear from head coach Matt Campbell straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Wear what the Bears wear. Get your Baylor gear today at the